forever. Dog. Hello. Oh, hi, Maureen. How are we? How are we? I see you have a glass of red wine over there. Right. This is my after dinner before the podcast glass. So I love that. But I got to leave it all the way over there because, you know, I got a black and white rug. And every time I spill something, I spill it on the white part. So it's all Happy Black History Month. That's how it should be. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> that's, enough, that's the other way to look at it. Thank you. Um, the black side is still clean. The white side, dingy. <laughs> Feels on brand. Mm. Hey, Marie, I was actually thinking about getting a steamer uh, for my apartment, like a steamer like to steam the floors and the carpet, you think that should be the move or no? Don't you have a cleaning man? Yeah. You don't even clean. Doesn't he come with his own supplies? No, you know, he comes from the Bronx. So I don't I don't think he would bring a whole steamer to East New York. What you think the steamer's gonna do to your house, sis? It's gonna get rid of the cats? What? Tell us, <laughs> walk us through <laughs> the thought process here. It, I think it's just good. It's good. It says it's good to disinfect the floors. It's good to get stains out of the carpet. You know what else does that? Sweeping, mopping, vacuuming. You could do all of those things. You don't need to get a steamer for your house. Yeah. Okay, so the verdict's out. There will be no steamer at Sydney's apartment. Great. Marie, how are you feeling? How are you doing? I feel like you good? said all that, but you looking at the tracking number for the steamer you just ordered. I feel like you no, all, no, no. it's already en route. No, 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 no. I first of all, I wanted to uh, check in with my black lady council, and you said no. So that's it's a no. Who told you you needed a steamer, friend? The Facebook ads, Marie. I need you to oh. take me off Facebook. I gotta get off. I don't know why, but every day there's something that I'm like, I need this. I didn't talk about it, and I need it. I don't think anybody on this Zoom has been on Facebook this year. No. In the last two years, I'm gonna say that even. Andrew? No, not at all. Oh wow! I saw that your friend requested me though, like a year ago. <gasps> whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa! Don't you <laughs> fucking Andrew? Take that back. I I don't remember friending you. Oh really? Because uh, let me check. Mm. Let me check right now. Mm. Bitch. Okay. Well, I love when, <laughs> I love when people pull up receipts on this podcast. Let's there's, see. If there's any listeners out there that's looking for a producer intern, <laughs> hot gay. Sydney title, I got you. A friend of Andrew McGuire on Facebook. Let it be official. Yeah. When? I don't. Let me. Can I see see the friendship? Well, you're not um, making a lot of friends on Facebook, hun. So that could have been from so, several friend, years ago. No friends since March 2020. <laughs> That's any consolation. Well, it was a dark time. Well, yeah. it, was a, it was right in the beginning of the pandemic. So yeah, that checks out. Right. To be yeah, to be fair, we was on lockdown in March 2020. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, people were opening up their LinkedIn accounts, so don't don't do that. Don't come for me. Mm-mm. Not not none of these uh, people you. here. Nobody here was opening up their LinkedIn on March 2020. Into <laughs> who, Marie? Uh, you know, I would love to start this off on a positive note. So I was wondering if you had any any positivity to bring to the pod before okay, we start. I got some positivity for that ass. So I went to Stop and Shop today to pick up a few items. I said I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna start the day the week strong i'm a grown-up first of all the stop and shop on atlantic avenue is not where you should go don't don't go there if you're ever in brooklyn because i went in and at i guess the time that i was there was like peak people asking you to get them stuff Mm -hmm. time because in one aisle like four different people approached me at four different times i'm looking at 
the green, um, the peas, right? The sweet peas, the green peas. And some guy came up to me. We make eye contact. Above his mask, I'm like, oh, he's kind of cute. He was like, hey. I was like, hey. He was like, how you do? I was like, I'm good. He's like, you know, I make music. I'm selling it. An album for a dollar. I said, woo. <laughs> I, said, I said, good luck with that. And he was like, oh, okay. Conversation over. He left. I'm looking at the, the garbanzo beans now. Some other dude comes up. A lady with lashes. These crazy heavy lashes comes up to me. Hi, sis. Uh, you know, I'm just wondering if you could help me buy a couple items. I'm like, sis, I'm here to get my own groceries. I can't help you today. She's like, that's fine. Further down this same aisle, this young dude comes up. He's like, hey, I'm not homeless. I have $2. I just want to know. I was like, bro, sir. I said, it's a lot of people in here begging today. I can't help all of y'all. He was like, <laughs> Marie, <laughs> what were you wearing? Were you wearing your fur coat? Like, what the fuck? Why did they think you all had so much money? No, together? but I had on my T-Boss wig. You know, the Asia wig. Oh, so they were, yeah. They were so like, you oh, okay. <laughs> she must have a chest tattoo or something. She's one of us. Yo, wealthy auntie. Wealthy auntie on the loose. Got it. Yo, so I like scared this young dude away and then at the end of the aisle there was a dude kind of hanging out of a wheelchair like literally like tilting out of the wheelchair and I was like yo I'm I said okay come on Marie what is about to happen right here come on run these bits sis that you gonna do on Insta stories let's go sis this is not a bit it happened to me today not all of us (laughs) use our podcast to try out material some of us are having actual conversations with the listeners (laughs) A okay. wheelchair, a guy in a wheelchair, Marie. A man in a wheelchair. <laughs> not, yeah, I'm not. Hanging, I've heard, yeah, we've heard it all. Hanging, we've heard it all. Hanging. Okay, show of hands. How many people think I'm lying? We, we, we. So we have somebody who's selling a, a mixtape, CD, sis, <laughs> an album. Wait, this is also in a store <laughs> as well. Yeah. Andrew, stop and shop <laughs> across from the Barclay Center today at noon. Okay. okay. <laughs> the nigga in the wheelchair, I was like, okay, if I make, I, I didn't even want to make eye contact with him. And I was like, do you need help? And he was like, no. And I was like, you don't need me to help you get out my way or nothing. Uh-huh. Marie, you're being ableist. <laughs> I'm not saying this. I'm just saying I'm what, not the, being what the, list, the listeners will write in the reviews. We're ableist. We're fat phobic. Well, I, we're white phobic. Well, I'm just if it makes phobic. the listeners feel any better, everybody that I was talking to was black. So what that make me now? <laughs> what that make me now? Problematic. That's what it makes you, sis. Whatever. So okay. I didn't give well, you didn't give him any money. I didn't. All right. So well, that's it. That's what I, happened today. And then I, you know I left the supermarket so fast I forgot half of the stuff that I went in there to pick up. <laughs> so now I gotta go back to the store tomorrow to get eggs. <laughs> Well, Marie, I I cannot relate because I went to the bodega the other day and a and a woman asked me, uh, could I help her get a knish? And I thought she wanted me to pick the knish up for her or like order it for her because she I guess she couldn't speak, but she wanted me to buy it. And uh, you know, a black woman asking for a knish, very cultural thing. What that is a knish? For, it's Wait, for the yeah. it's for the Jews. It's for the Jews. It's for the Jews? Are you allowed yeah, to say it's for the Jews? <laughs> okay. Okay, you called me. You say, I'm running bits, but you run. What, what bits you running, sis? What meeting are you attending isn't, after this? Talk? Wait, isn't a Kanish, isn't that like a Jewish, a Jewish dish? It's, it's the way you said, it's the way you said for the Jews. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm getting older, Marie. This is just how it comes out of your mouth once you hit 40. Quiche? No, a knish. It's like a potato type, like a uh, like a, like potato- a latka? 
no, it's not. It's not that. It's like a, uh, you know. Here, let me. They look have knishes at the bar at the at the bodega by you. That's yes, astounding. Yes, okay. What? Why is it astounding? Because nobody here knows what that is. Well, people are just not <laughs> uh, cultured. But oh, okay. okay, a knish, a knish is a traditional uh, Jewish snack food consisting of a filling <clears throat> covered with dough that is typically baked and sometimes deep fried. Knishes are usually purchased from street vendors in urban areas with a large Jewish population. Well, I haven't seen a Jew in this neighborhood since I got in this bitch. But anyway, she asked for it, and I was like, "Well, maybe, she, maybe, I mean, maybe her, maybe her homeless boyfriend is Jewish. I don't know, but her homeless boyfriend. But I got it for her. It was it was actually a dollar fifty, and I said I had it. Well, actually, I had ten dollars out, and that's why I was like, I was about to say, I don't think I have enough. But I, I got it. Anyway. Sydney, um, hold on. Hello? Uh-uh. Yo, Sydney just picked up a <laughs> yeah. phone call. I got to go. Okay, my, my delivery's outside. One second. Um, Marie, can you can you talk to Andrew for one second? I'm sorry. No, I'm on break. If Sydney's on break, hey. I'm on break. I, too, am on break. I'm not on. I'm not on break. I'm. I told you that I was getting food. You could have thrown. You could have introed the guest, and we could have had a whole conversation without you. Is what well, I'm I don't want to have the conversation without their guest. So I want to <laughs> intro the guest. As soon as you get up, I'm gonna intro him. Bye. Go. Okay. Go get your okay. food. Bye. <laughs> ah, and we're back. Listen, nobody knows what a knish is. Andrew, did you Google it? What the what the Google images yeah. look like? A hot pocket with stuff in it. They look like little like dumplings almost. All right. Like ready dumplings. Okay, well, they sound nasty. Um, well, let's bring the guest in just to get on Sydney's nerves. Uh, he's been on the podcast before. <laughs> you love him. You know him. He's our esteemed uh, uh, light-skinned guest for Black History Month today. Give it up for our hate expert, our hating expert, Langston Kerman. Hey, what up? What up? <laughs> Welcome to the most racist, problematic podcast <laughs> Whoa. Available on the internet. Well, I your podcast is more problematic than our podcast. I think. I don't know. Y'all niggas are shining right now. Y'all really <laughs> acting up on this podcast. You went on a whole rant about how a wheelchair man didn't deserve money, and then no, I didn't then, say the wheelchair man didn't deserve money, but I needed him to get out my way. He was in the middle of the aisle. That's not how I heard it. I heard you. You say you wanted to scoot him out of your way. <laughs> <laughs> so that you could close your fur coat like Cruella DeVille. Listen, That's the way I heard it. First of all, it was a green trench. Um, second, if you're <laughs> in the store and people are asking you for money or just out, because there's a lot of homeless people in LA. I'm not saying anybody yeah. at the supermarket was homeless today because they all looked very with homes. Mm -hmm. So when people approach you for money or ask you to buy them stuff, how do you usually react? See, here's the here's the difference between L.A. and New York. And I forgot this uh, very valuable uh, tidbit now that I've been in L.A. as long as I have is uh, we keep ours outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're very unkind to to our unhoused friends and, and it should be looked at and solved. But frankly, the one thing they do effectively is make sure the motherfuckers aren't allowed in uh, businesses and certainly not allowed to uh, beg for money at in when they come into business. I don't know. When I lived in L.A., I would see homeless people at the open mics, like on the buses <laughs> at nighttime and at open mics doing stand up. So it was like, yeah. Well, that's not a business they respect. They're not going <laughs> to protect 
our op- our best open micers in the world. They only <laughs> care about the. I don't you know. know. I don't know what happened to him. He said he was outside. He's not outside. He's not picking up the phone call. Whatever. We'll just- Girl, ain't nobody worried about your food. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't what we talking about. We're talking about talking? the homeless community right now. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Well, she can- coming in talking about food and and her Postmates delivery. Okay, what'd you order? Yeah. Tell us what you ordered. I ordered um <laughs> salmon teriyaki. With a cal- teriyaki. With a, what's wrong with that? What does that mean? Is no, salmon fine. with a teriyaki no, no. glaze? I was, yeah, I was gonna put, you... I was gonna put that tone on whatever you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it made no difference. You could have said the most reasonable meal, and I was gonna be like, "This old dumbass." Okay. Fried <laughs> oysters. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, Mari. Yeah. <laughs> salmon okay. teriyaki, and then is it sides or something? What's, what yeah, there's it? it's a it's a bento box. Okay, here he is. Here he is. Okay. You see this? You oh. see how she jump in and she Hello? jump back out? And mm-hmm. her She's mouth not is invested. on her mouth on the mic and everything. Right. She don't even care she about even the quality are you outside? of your podcast. Do you hear? Look, she, she no timing to this. None. She just is answering the way she would regularly answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now she's upset. And you know what happened? She probably Two put minutes? the wrong address okay, in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of her own home. Of her own home. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's wild. Now she ain't. She's not even oh, putting the headphones. She threw the microphone on the microphone. <laughs> this is crazy. She threw her microphone like I'm Frankie. Sorry, Lyman, everybody. I'm so sorry. He was running late. Like I had ordered it a while ago, and they were running behind, and now he's even more behind. And it's like, what the fuck? Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize, Langston. I know that you're very busy. I'm sorry. I I am devastated by this uh, <laughs> unprofessional behavior. <laughs> Langston, what would you be doing if you weren't on the podcast right now? <laughs> Uh, my wife wanted to go to Bed Bath and Beyond, and I got out of it because of this. So, so what you, you should know. be doing is thanking us. Yeah. Yeah. Actually... No. I, listen, I appreciate what you've done, but I also expect that this is going to run long because Sydney wanted <laughs> salmon teriyaki in the middle of it, which means that it then is going to obstruct my evening in a different kind of way. Because you, so thank you, you know, but no, thank you. You know she's going to be eating it on the pod. I've oh, definitely... she's going to eat on. No, the I don't. Marie, when's the last time she's I going, ate on she's this going pie? duck down and be like, "When's the last time I have I have done that, Marie? Last Wednesday? I don't know." No, M- Marie, where's the the like where's the sisterhood in this bitch? Like Sydney, we're you, literally you... watching you ordering food, <laughs> getting up to go get it, and you're like, "Where's the sisterhood, sis? I'm telling you what you're doing." This is exciting. I've never seen a friendship tear apart in front of my own eyes, but this is. <laughs> You gonna see? You gonna just won't have my back. She'll just like throw me under the bus. Sydney, the bus is the Postmates delivery man no. that's bringing you salmon teriyaki. First of all, I had set it up top. I said, "Hey guys, I had ordered way before this podcast was starting. They're behind. They're behind. This when, is not my when, fault." When you say way before, what time did you? <laughs> An order hour before? ago, friend. An hour ago. So at eight twenty-two. Yeah. All right, guys. Whatever. Just, <laughs> She's never gonna fine. forgive us. Not, this I, is terrifying. I just, I'm like, come on now, give she me just, a break. She's just hangry because she hasn't eaten anything yet today. This salmon teriyaki is about to be her first meal. That's what it is. Mm. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what it is. That that ain't mm. got nothing to do with us, baby girl. I'm okay, sorry. Good. good to know, Marie. Good to know. Thank you. Appreciate you much, sis. I feel like when people, when the reviews come in for this episode, they're not going to say Marie did anything wrong, Sydney. Sydney. They're going to say, man, Langston sure sounded uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) The reviews are in. And that nigga was nervous. 
it went from being kind of silly to not silly no more. <laughs> but like then tell us when it got not silly no more. Tell us exactly oh, when that hard happened. to know. <laughs> we were giggling and then Sam and Teriyaki got two minutes later and oh boy. Oh boy. Changed the energy real fast. <laughs> it's fine. It's do it do what you guys want. Whatever you want with the with the pod. It's 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 above me now. It's above me. Sydney. Not me. I'm still here. I'm stuck in it. Right on <laughs> right on ground zero <laughs> of the eruption of this podcast. Here I am. Mm-mm. Sydney, you order food during hobby hunters? <laughs> Stop it. I'm asking that. That's a real question. Uh-oh. Now we're bringing up other shit. Yeah, this, Marie. This didn't have to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what are you talking about, sis? Like, <laughs> I ordered it an hour ago. You'll be in your house and you'll come like 12 minutes later. You're like, oh, you know, well, I started doing my hair before the pod. Like, it's it's okay. Yes, Sydney. I'll do that at the beginning of the episode and then we'll start. We'll do the podcast and I'm not interrupting and like getting like we still talking about your fish. That's not even there yet. It's not my fault. I ordered it an hour before the podcast. It was supposed to get here before they're late. This is not my fault. Where'd you order it from? Is is it at least a, a lovely uh, facility? <laughs> is it a good restaurant? Is I this... order from it all the time, and it's always on time. It always takes What's forty minutes. I can't pronounce the name of the okay. place. That's why you're so food late because you good. can't pronounce the name. They're like, "Well, she she playing with us. We gonna play with her too." Oh my god! Yeah, it's great. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I I don't know I don't know what to do. It's it's still not here. He told me two minutes. It's been two minutes. They they're it running has been two minutes. very behind, and it's either been two minutes or the longest thirty seconds of my life, and I don't it's know which been, one. It's been longer than two minutes because now we we nineteen minutes in, and when Sydney came back, it was thirteen. So it's been five. You're right. Um, You're right. So. Langston, I'm sorry for wasting your time today. No, um, I'm chilling. I, I listen. Here's what I would love, uh, ladies. Let's let's get Sydney her food. Let's recalibrate. Let's be friends again, and then let's talk about hating shit. That's that's the kind of evening I would love for us all to have. Mm-hmm. If the thank food, you for if, mediating this, uh, Langston. <laughs> I mean, hold on. Let me be realistic here. If the food get there in 20 minutes, we gonna start the podcast again in 20 minutes. No, oh, I'm going to have him leave the food at the door. How about that? I'll leave the food at the door. I won't go and get it. How about that? I'll do that. I'll do that for the pod because I apologize for this happening. I'm so sorry. This is so unprofessional. I really apologize. I'm so sorry. I don't it's know. That sounded a weird way. It a weird sarcasm. Right. It didn't sound what? like you were sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the tone didn't feel sincere, sis. Man, I gotta stop. I'm I'm antagonistic. In you a way are, which is it's, no, no, no. It's totally <laughs> fine, Langston. We appreciate you for spending your time dealing with this unprofessional podcast. <laughs> that's from the ghetto, and it's from the ghetto because of me. Oh, the mm. podcast is from the ghetto. Oh, okay. yeah, because it's mm. it's from me. From me, I'm, <laughs> I'm making it rata ta ta. Because we're now almost thirty minutes in, and we have not started. But we have but that cemetery yagi gonna hit. Okay, okay. So, so what is the plan then, friend? Because we can still have a conversation, but you're saying that we can't. We can have a conversation. 
I feel like as soon as you have a conversation, then the salmon teriyaki is going to show up. I'm not going to go get it. I I just said that I'm not going to go. I'm going to have him leave it at the door. I'm going to let it be cold so that I can do this podcast. Is he going to be able to get into your apartment? No, he's not going to be able to get into an apartment. So it's just going to sit outside. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. Sydney, you're not going to let your that seems unreasonable and a massive. The whole the whole thing is being unreasonable because all right, blaming me for something that I had no control over. Well, you could have called. You should. You could have ate earlier, sis. It's nighttime, so you you had control over that. You're making it now. Seem- the fight's back in. No, I'm not doing this with you, Marie. You always start things uh, literally a minute before the podcast. You're like, "Oh, well, you know, I had to go to the bathroom," and then you're here, and we're like, "Well, why didn't you just go to the bathroom?" Hold on, Sydney, don't do that. Please don't do that. Me going to the bathroom <laughs> is not a 22 minute conversation on our podcast. Don't do that. Hey, y'all, be Simone trending again, and it's not good news. <laughs> Okay, Langston, what is she trending for? Let's 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 switch gears a little bit because me. Uh, she went on a long rant saying that uh, women sit around talking about all the different qualities that they expect of a man: a certain height requirement, mm-hmm. a certain money requirement, mm-hmm. a certain education, a certain connection to their family and friends. And uh, you all don't. This is her words, not mine. But you all don't uh, have that for yourselves that you haven't spoken to your own mothers in six months yet you expect me to be deeply connected to to my family <laughs> i mean i think that's true with uh people of both sexes people have sure like, like there are lots of people who are like unqualified for the person that they think they should be with um yes. but not all women and not all men no i agree with that but it's only funny if B. Simone's getting made fun of for dumb <laughs> shit that she said without any of that perspective. Who so, is B, you know, is B. Simone with somebody right now? I would I would say with uh, with the hand of God, B. Simone is, <laughs> <laughs> is in a relationship with the hand of God. And unfortunately, it seems to be God's backhand at the moment. But but he got that hand on her. Somebody said, was B. Simone not begging a man under 5'9 to like her? <laughs> and was bigging up Danny Lee and basically saying she damn near won because she's Latina? <laughs> she has the self-esteem of a broom but wants to punch down? <laughs> not going for that. <laughs> we, we love Twitter. Oh, my God. It just, it will never stop. It's, it's undefeated. Think- my favorite part of the video is she's uh she's not wearing a bra in the video while she's like slapping a table and ranting and her uh, jingles are jangling and whatnot. And uh, you can see her getting more and more self-conscious of it as she gets more and more confident in her backwards ass rant about uh, about being the better version of yourself in order to find the man you deserve. Sydney, I pray to God you're about to go get this salmon. It's not. I, I don't, I do, I personally just don't, they got a 20% tip. I don't know what I, I want to take it back. I don't know what this is about. This is like, yeah, this I don't is know over, this is an hour and a half. The food has to be cold mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on oh. God. So mm-hmm. this is truly <laughs> Not my fault, but what them temperatures like in New York right now? Like thirty. Alexa, what's the temperature? It's like. Oh, you ask Alexa. 
got money. 32 degrees All Fahrenheit. Right. I didn't. I should have asked my Google. Hey, Google. <laughs> Shut up, Alexa. She said, enjoy your Monday. Um, uh, okay. I, I don't understand why women feel like they need to make these proclamations about other women and post them to their followers, but not all uh, not all women are like that. Yeah, I I always uh I maintain this feeling that I think that uh it's often a choice of trying to impress some dudes. Like it's a very specific type of dude that's gonna look at that and be like, yeah, this bitch gets it. <laughs> and it's like I guess that's who they're aiming for because it's Definitely not other women who are going to be like, yeah, you nailed it, sis. It's like. No, I, I I, think it's more about it's easier to talk about other people than to talk about yourself. It's easier mm. to say, well, you've done this, that, that. That's wrong. But to look inward and be like, this is actually my story. It's so hard to present that. It's like, why are you talking about everybody else's business except your own? That's right. weird. Right. Like, why mm-hmm. isn't B. Simone talking about women who sell books that they plagiarize <laughs> and then say yeah that it's a manifestation book like why is she not talking about women that do that yeah yeah what that b stand for (laughs) focus on that find out what the b stands for and then we can you can get into to all the Mm -hmm. the rocks and wrongs here (laughs) i pray to god it is because Ooh, I still got that tension in I, my chest. I of, don't, of, but yeah, I, I just, this is, <laughs> you pee. Okay, whatever. Langston, what did you eat today? How about that? Let's see. <laughs> what food did you eat today? Uh, so far, I've had, uh, oh, I only have one meal as well, but it's it's much earlier here. Mm-hmm. I, I had a, a tender greens plate Oh, uh, that I enjoyed quite I a bit. I like tender greens, but that's only an LA thing. Oh, they don't have tender no. greens in New York? What did you get? Damn. What protein? No, what protein good. did Tender you get? Tender greens pop. Uh, I I got myself a tuna niçoise salad. Niçoise. Niçoise. Mm. That's right. I believe it's French. I believe so too. Or a whole bunch of <laughs> shit. Niçoise. That's the direct translation. How we doing on we're that? Good. On we're that good. salmon teriyaki? Yes, we're great. It's in your home. Yes, it's good. We're Fuck here. yeah! Let's start the podcast. Yes. We're starting yes. it. Hot, Thirty baby. minutes in. Let's <laughs> yes. do it. That's do this. It's gonna be worth it. It's gonna be so fun. I can't yeah. wait. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. I, I don't. Start, yeah. No. 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 So whoever starts. <laughs> okay. Well, we we left off with Marie talking about her like uh, shoprite homeless expedition, and we ended on B Simone. So. I think we can just uh, <laughs> intro Langston and move on from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all got to be nice to each other first. Everybody's got to be It's clear that peace, Marie doesn't. Yo. She doesn't want to move on. She's got like uh, the attitude face and it's like, this I is have not my that fault. attitude face. You, you do, had, Marie. You had attitude the entire episode. No, I and haven't. now I have attitude face. You guys are attacking me for a, attacking a you, Sydney. You yes. sound like a white woman right now. Attacking you? That's the oh, language boy. that people who are not being attacked use. Attacking you? <laughs> what? Okay. Seriously? You're giving me a hard time about the delivery. I didn't even say anything else. You did, Marie. We we're gonna run the tapes back. You did. I said I didn't say anything else. Okay. You said we All were right. gonna restart. So go ahead and intro Langston, sis. 
The air is Guys. thick. <laughs> but we're going to cut through it and we're going to have a great time. I'm going to get more wine. <laughs> I'm going to bring a bottle in here because. <laughs> Sydney, introduce the guest. No, Marie, I'm not doing this. Like, either we're gonna do it right, or I, we could cut the we could cut it tonight. Cause I'm not I'm not doing this. It was an accident. I'm sorry, and I just I want to have a good podcast. Cindy, we have been having a good podcast. I feel like you're missing it. That's what we. I'm fine. Andrew's we're fine. Gonna back. We're gonna listen back to this and laugh, and it'll be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Langston, any Ooh. input here? <laughs> Yeah, there's a chill in the air, uh, a, a cold <laughs> chill running up my spine. It feels like Sleepy Hollow in my home, but I'm fighting through it. <laughs> All right, let's let's move forward. We're ha- we have a f- a good old guest that we haven't had in over many many years. But when he came here, he was the light skinned expert, mm-hmm. and now he's come to to one up that expert. I mean, he's. Been on many, many shows after that. Very One of our most famous friends. Uh, give it up for Langston Kerman. And he's our hating. Yeah. Expert. Yes. All right. It's like deja vu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Langston. Hey, everybody. It's good to see y'all with no other context. It is. <laughs> what a dream to see you both with no other information ahead of this moment. Oh, what a treat. Wow. Wow. Yes. And Andrew, you as well. Success. I didn't mean to leave you out. What a pleasure. Hey. Oh my gosh. It's great to meet you. <laughs> Obsession. Just the um, whole thing. Langston, you seem like such a lovable, likable person. So um, hating expert. Yeah, I I uh I this is all a ruse. This is a long con that I've I've learned to build over the years to uh to get all my hate out. I realize that it's easier to just smile and wave than it is to scowl and uh let people know how you really feel, especially if you don't want to square up, which I do not more often than right. Not. Fighting is no fighting. It's not my thing. Mm. I'll, I'll roast you. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, write something backhanded on a piece of paper and uh, hand it to you <laughs> as I run away. But I, I don't want to fight nobody. That ain't my shit. Have you ever? Ha- sorry. But rip. But I was gonna say, have you ever been in a fight? I have been in fights before. Uh, I, I would say I, I'm at a, I'm at a, uh, like a two and two record. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Two wins, like I've two lost <laughs> This kid, Ari, who was a friend of mine growing up, smacked the shit out of me one time when we were fighting over basketball. And who I didn't win that one. But then I got another fights in school where like I did all right. I, nobody was walking away like, hey, don't fuck with Langston no more. That nigga's crazy. But I, I did pretty good. <laughs> so you're so you're like I'm I'm being easygoing for the system, but really in internally you're like you hate everything yeah yeah there's very few things uh particularly related to the things that i care about that i enjoy well uh, well that sounds very new york of you that sounds like through and through a new yorker yeah but i'm not from new york and i ain't got no reason to behave this way I'm <laughs> yeah, from people the from the midwest are nice <laughs> we're kind yeah. decent people <laughs> yeah nope well, Chicago's an exception. I think I've maintained this for a lot of years that Chicago is a city built on hate. That oh. like uh, that's how we propel each other forward is by being haters through and through. Okay, so 
we have a bunch of different types of people who listen, people from all over the world. We're very famous. Mm, what? International. Inter- international. Uh, so <laughs> what is a hater? Like, if you don't like something, are you a hater? Or is it more than that, you know? Ah, I think that's a good question. I think that hating is not liking something that you could have just let live. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds like know the, what I mean? the Oxford de- mm-hmm. definition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I imagine I, I imagine people with uh, with a, a more whole heart. You know what I mean? If the whole, if all the pieces in your heart are fully formed, you see something you don't like, and you process it, and you go, "I don't care for that too much," and you move on with your day. You have a nice, a nice salmon teriyaki, if you will. You enjoy <laughs> a nice meal. You know what I mean? But. Mm-hmm. A hater. Yeah. Now a hater, you're gonna let that simmer. You're not gonna be able to enjoy your meal because you got that you got that extra sitting in your chest. Right. You're gonna write a dissertation about yeah. it online and be like, Well, th- I never liked anything that this person did anyway. And that's that's yeah. where I take issue. I don't go online with my shit. I keep it private. It's it's not meant for the public, but I do tell quite a few people in group chats and uh smaller circles, smaller networks of people about how I feel. And that's perfect because now you're on this pod and we can really get into this hateration mm-hmm. holleration. Hey. Now, I, <laughs> I, I look at a hater. I look at a hater and something is good and they are a hater and they're just going to they're going to shit on it regardless of how. Oh, it is. that's how I look at a hater. So you think. Oh. OK, so to be a hater, something has to to objectively be quality. And then somebody mm-hmm. has to be coming in and just trying to, to scuff it up. For no good reason. Yes. Mm. Scuff is a good word. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. I uh, I freestyled that one. I, I'd say that, that the difference for me is that I don't actually think that that many things exist that are objectively good. Okay. Okay. I, I think I think there's a lot of shit that people will tell you are good is good or, or tell you or want you to believe is good. But if you really look at the shit, it's fine. It's all right. It is a lot of fine that people elevate to amazing or excellent. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of decent. decent. So Langston, Mm -hmm. just give us a couple things that you hate that you think most people like. Oh, and and I don't know how. I don't know how to do this because now you got that weird, uh, that weird motion going. You you well, no, because you got. I but because I agree with the definition that you and Sydney both gave. Um, kind of, but I also, <laughs> but I also don't like a lot of things that people like. And sometimes I don't like things that people like specifically because so many people like it. Like oh. for me, sometimes the more people enjoy one particular thing, the more I want to just like not be a part of that at all. Oh, see, I don't, I don't know that I have that. I don't think I get oppositional that I think that's oppositional. I think I would define that differently. Mm. Like that to me is like y'all motherfuckers ain't going to tell me how I'm supposed to feel. And I think, I hope Mm. that uh, my hating while unhealthy and probably going to kill me by 55 Mm -hmm. is not rooted in just like a, uh, a want to, to uh, just move against the grain, if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm Okay. But I, I, but this this is this is where I'm like okay, hating you could if something you think is yep. bad, I think it's okay to think that it's yes. bad. But I think that if you're going out of your way to trash it publicly, um, 
I think that's like real hater behavior that it it was it's unnecessary. You could just not like it and not watch it. Well, here's it what I'd ask you. When, and this is a very R. Kelly quote of it. Oh. When we say public, how public are we talking? You know, <laughs> when you say so, I'm, I'm talking. How old are we talking? That's an R. Kelly quote. Ew. <laughs> you ain't never heard that? He was talking to, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I can't remember his name from BET. He had the Afro real skinny guy. Uh, Torre. He was talking to Torre in the interview right after the trial, after he had been acquitted. And Torre's first question to R. Kelly is, uh, Robert, do you like teenage girls? And then he thinks for a second, oh. he thinks real hard on it, and he says, all right, when you say teenage, how old are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> Literally right. 13 right. to 18. Actually, 13 to 19. 19 I'd say 19 is included as right. well. Anything with the word teen in it, I, Robert. <laughs> well, to uh, to answer your question, I think like some journalists, they go out of their way or people who are critics, they go out of like critics. I think you should be focused on on the stuff that you mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and you not writing about the things that you don't like is speaking volumes that, oh, it must maybe it's not good because you're not giving it uh, that energy. But critics who go on and on and on on the internet to be like, yeah, that special wasn't good. That comedian is not good. This was that movie is trash. And they they more so talk about how bad things are than the good things. I think they're using their platform and in a in a bad mm. way. They could do better. It's just focus yeah, on the stuff. I feel yeah. like a critic's job is to be critical of the thing that they're reviewing, and they're haters. But, mm. A lot of, I think a lot of critics want to be in the position that they're critiquing. They're like, oh, I wish I could make that movie or I wish I could be an actor. But they're not. If you look at a lot of the critics, the, uh, especially in comedy, they wanted to be comedians and failed. And now they're critiquing mm-hmm. comedy. Who the fuck are you? You didn't. It didn't even work out for you. So now you're in a position to be like, yeah, that's special. Ah, homophobic, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And. It's just like, dude, talk about the stuff that you like. I, I will say that I don't, I I take a lot of issue with uh, critics. While I do love hate and uh, I, I live by it, I thrive in mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. I was born You're into wallowing. it. I wallow in it. Mm-hmm. I, I do take a lot of issue for the exact reasons that you're saying, Sydney. But then I think about like, uh, who would I want to critique the actual shit like if I wanted like an honest perspective on what it is and I don't think comics could do that either I don't think our peers could genuinely Mm -hmm, give us mm -hmm. a real response of like what the shit is either nope because a lot of people that in in that part of it I agree with Sydney in that if when you listen to comics review other stand-up specials there are a lot of people who will use that time to hate because they didn't get that opportunity because mm-hmm, they didn't get to mm-hmm. shoot that and blah, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. I think there's more hate there, but I also think people throw the word hater around. I mean, ever since Mano did that song in 2000, whatever, everybody, everybody's <laughs> I hate a hater. And it's like, <laughs> no, I just don't like this. I don't think everything yeah. is hating. Sometimes something is not good. <laughs> I do think I will say that that I think the advancement of that is when you you start to try to sway other people's opinions on that issue. 
right? That be it small yeah. or large at the point that you're like now taking this to a larger group and being like, hey, this is stupid, right? You're you you're adding some hate to the mix. I won't call you a hater, but you're you're hate ish. You're a, <laughs> you're a Kenya Barris uh, uh, pilot. Hate ish. Um, <laughs> Coming to to Disney Channel, Disney Plus, hate ish is is what he's working on. Okay, wait. So Langston, you're not gonna tell us some some things that you don't like? Well, no, because then we're gonna fall into the 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 dangerous space that I've set up for myself. I've created quite a net. I don't want to lose my net. Yeah, but this is—it could be lightning. It could be lightning round, and we'll just be like, "Oh, I like yeah. that." Oh no, I don't like that. Oh, yes. you don't like that? Yeah, you know? not that. Okay. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that's a good one. All right. Y- y'all start it off. One. Y'all say what you like, and then I'll tell you why it's stupid. I love that. Okay. I I like the I like the animation Soul. I thought oh, it was, was amazing. Nice. I, I love a good story about mortality. And uh, I did. I will say that all the critiques of it being a black film were dumb as fuck. And I I mm-hmm. hated the the response. I was, okay, we're talking about hate. <laughs> I hate... Yeah. Uh, so many of the takes that have now become very common in terms of black media where we see a black person and then it has to now be representation of all blackness. Soul was not a black yes. film. No. It was a film about mortality starring Jamie Foxx drawn as an, a Roy Wood Jr. type character. <laughs> yeah. And that's not the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like that's not a black film. Yeah. It wasn't built for black people. The fact that we can identify ourselves in it just means a type of progress that we should be celebrating. Whereas I think Princess and the Frog mm. is much more of an actual like slight against black people if you want to unpack that in some kind of way. Well, yeah, because she was a frog mm. for 90% of the movie and then the rest of the movie she was a maid's daughter. She was a... Yeah, uh, I think it... It's a reflection of of their inability to imagine us as anything other than some real shit, like it being based in New Orleans. Like y'all didn't make up a bunch of whimsical ass countries for every other princess. That's a conversation to be had. But that nigga soul, he was. Yes. That's just <laughs> that nigga soul. That was just that nigga soul. <laughs> his name wasn't was even soul. Out here <laughs> just playing uh, the piano and being his best self. I I got no complaints. Okay, okay. Um, Andrew, is there something that you like or hate? Or are we hating on Justin Timberlake? Uh, well, I've oh, never yeah. liked him, so yeah, Justin Timberlake's a dumb bitch. I I think he, <laughs> okay. I think he manipulated. And listen, I was a big fan for years. I'd be lying if I said I I didn't enjoy the music. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty experience, I saw it, I enjoyed it. Oh, you but, went to the show, so good. No, no, no. I just I just <laughs> meant with the. I was like, oh, you really <laughs> gave him your dollars. Got it. <laughs> but nah, yeah, he's a bad guy. That that apology was a, a an embarrassment. Uh, just him per- like lightly apologizing for really mean things that he did to a number of people over the years without any accountability is, you don't get to just be like, I might've hurt some folks and, and my bad on that one. He said, I'll get you guys next time. I'm not going to probably like moonwalking (laughs) off beat when he was like, like, hey, Janet, I'm going to get you a new bra. I'm going to take care of you, baby girl. Cover them titties up. He's such a mess. We don't like him. Um, Okay. Something random that I like or don't like. Is that what is that what we're doing? I don't. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I don't know. Yeah. This y'all y'all show. Well, I was here. asking you to list some things, and we was going <laughs> just lightning round it. That's what I asked you. I'm to scared. Do. I'm scared to tell you about the things that actually upset me because why? Uh, 
it's too close in proximity and too dangerous for for anybody's brand you guys have a brand to protect too no we don't i don't think you really understand the pod <laughs> i mean we've been doing it for four years we have said the messiest some of the outlandish problematic things on here and we're i mean we're still working Honestly, we're still yeah, i don't here. think it's that problematic the things that we've said we've we're just honest and um we stand in our um our truths that's it mm-hmm. that's all i've never i mean i've made i've made fun of people on here that i'm like oh they could definitely listen to this and be like bitch what 100 <laughs> percent. but i'm not making we're not making blanket terrible statements about i mean sometimes we sometimes no we no no the no. beige community but that's you know that's mm. that's yes. a given that's fine i always forget that y'all yeah. call beige uh, white people beige mm-hmm Growing up, I was referred to as beige, and it never not doesn't hurt my feelings when I hear y'all say the beige community. It doesn't hurt your feelings, or it does. Oh, it does hurt my feelings every single time. I, I it reminds me of a story when I was uh, growing up. My my mother's second husband. Okay. Uh, listen, she's at four. Uh, okay. Her second. Yes, husband. we do. Yeah. We what's go your off, mom. Out here. Huh? What's your mom's name? Wanda. Wanda. Yes. Yes, Wanda. Wanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this hot. last one's going to stick. He's a good man. They live in Ghana now. Anyway, oh. my mom, uh, her second husband, they their family lived in Cabrini Green, which is a, a very famous project building or series of buildings, a collection of buildings, if you will, in uh, Chicago. They no longer exist. But uh, we we went to visit them one time for Easter. And uh, we were in the building and I had never met his family before. This is my first time meeting the family. And I walked in the building and uh, we're sitting in their apartment. And then the the children, the other children of this home, there's like four of them, uh, call to the other neighbors in the building. They like go have a meeting out in the hallway of this project building. And then they bring the neighbors to the door and they go, hey, y'all, look at our white cousin. Look at him, look at our white cousin. They make me stand in the doorway. <laughs> so that they could show their their friends their peers that they have a white cousin and then i told their daddy and they got their ass whooped so you know <laughs> i'm a big snitch too we can do that if y'all more focused on snitching i do that too well langston did you used to be like a really pale child because no these were just uh children who didn't see white people that often and uh i was the closest thing that they they knew as a reference <laughs> You you're the you're the tannis of the light skins that I know. Oh, yeah. So you got some There's color color on your face. Yeah. yeah. It's a little you know. melanated. Wanda Wanda did what she people. could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she Well your is your is your dad wait, is your, who's who's My who's father white is white. On your side. Your mm-hmm. father is white. The Kerman okay. part. The Kerman part is the white one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We did. We did talk about that uh, many years ago on the light skinned expert. Right. Y'all go back to that. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so you don't you don't want to talk about what you actually hate, and I I understand that because you know you're you're on the boys. You're right for many shows. I mean, you you have. I, a, I can get into general themes. Have, Let's get into some themes. I think that's a good place to land us. Maybe that'll that'll help open this flower up a little bit, eh? I I say <laughs> okay, you are the white cousin. Um, I don't know the Canadian. I sometimes cousin. I'm sometimes I'm a little Australian. Who knows <laughs> can- why I talk the way I talk? 
<laughs> mate. Okay, mate. I just if you're gonna be, here's something. If you gonna here's be something the that's been expert, bugging. Yes, I'm just huh? I was just gonna say if you're gonna be the hating expert, I need you to hate something. I need to hear something. Okay, I, yeah. Let's get into it. Okay. Here's something that's been uh, ruffling my feathers as oh of my late. God. Uh, <laughs> Grinding your gears. I, yeah, this is grinding the shit out of my gears. I take a lot of issue with the the manipulative uh, behavior of the internet. There's been quite a lot uh, of things that I've been tracking as of late. Claudia Conway, let's get into that. Okay. There's a yeah. lot of manipulation oh, happening around this God. little girl mm-hmm. who uh, who is basically just a a a misbehaving child, mm-hmm. if you ask me. A badass Just a kid. 16 year old behaving the way that many 16 year olds do. I'm not calling that good or bad or deciding that she's safe mm-hmm. or unsafe. I truly don't know. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is all you sick fucks at home <laughs> who are sitting there and retweeting her and, and telling her how brave she is are fucking crazy. You're 30. <laughs> There's no 16 year old in the world that I would ever like uh, uh, big up and be like, you're so brave. You're a champion. You should be supported. Shut the fuck up and figure it out like the rest of the 16 year olds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How old is the little girl that's traveling the world and not going to school on a boat? How old is that girl? Who's that? Greta? Greta. How old is she? I believe yeah. she's also 16-ish. No, she got to be like 9 or 10 or something like that. <laughs> no, I think she's older than 9 She ain't 10. been to school no. since 2002. How old is she, yeah. Andrew? Greta is 18. 18. Really? Okay. Yeah. I knew she the was. The face okay. is giving. Okay. Well, she looks good. Okay. Well, she, she's she been she's been no, through a lot. She, I so, thought she was younger you know. than 18. Good for her. Well, she's got a, a, a green skincare program is what she does. <laughs> she's all green. No, it's that ozone. no pesticides or preservatives that in o- her lotions. That ozone layer serum that she's using. I love this for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but now she's on. But now uh, the the. The Conway chick is American. Yeah, and Idol. I think that's hugely unhealthy. And I shame on Katy Perry, yeah. shame on Lionel Richie, and shame on that other one whose name I don't know for for involving themselves in the life of a child who is not particularly talented. By all accounts, that it wasn't part. like she nailed the audition. No. You guys are just advancing this so that you can advance a problematic story and create a Britney Spears. This is how you fucking create this shit because we obsess over a human being mm. instead of being honest about a sickness that's happening. I feel so. You don't. I, I was gonna oh, say. Sorry. I feel like when's the last time we talked about American Idol? American mm. Idol needs this more than they need anything else. It's I not agree. about yeah. Claudia. It's it's not about Kellyanne. No. It's let's do this thing. It's going to propel us as a trending topic. It's going to be something that people are going to be talking about on news on blah, 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 blah. blah. And that's mm-hmm. what it is. Because I watched a little piece of the audition and I was like, oh, I have to cut this off. I don't know what key she's singing on. This no, is- she, she don't know yes. either. She just, she just being yeah. 16 and that's okay. Very tone deaf. <laughs> I, I think that that's the but- beauty of 16. As a former educator, I, I watched 16 year old kids walk up to me and be like, Mr. Carmen, this is my dream. I want to do this. And I had to listen to their bullshit and I had to go, I don't know, man, try your best. But I don't, I don't retweet it and tell everybody how brave they are and like complain about their home situation i help them navigate as an honest person caring about them 
But this is also TV, right? Like, I don't look at American Idol as a real talent show. Yes, it has propelled people who are talented, but I don't, most of the things on TV is not based off talent. There's all these, like, ulterior motives and things that they want to uh, uplift or take down, and 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 that's what it's all about. It's all about the storylines. That's why reality TV is the way it is. It's some producer being like, all right, nah, nah, nah. Okay, so we're going to get them in this room, and we're going to make this this argument happen. They, yeah. It's all for, for viewership. They need people to tune in, and nobody wants to tune in and see people just having an, a regular time. They need I drama. Think, I think that's absolutely fair, and I can't argue with that at all, but I do think that for every person who goes on the internet and advocates for the safety of this individual while simultaneously propelling them through the drama you are a hypocrite you are part of the problem that you are complaining has been created much in the way of the britney spears fans Mm -hmm. who are now like constantly advocating for her to be released from her father's grasp Mm -hmm. meanwhile the reason that she is in her father's grasp is because you obsessed over her so often and so long that the tabloids felt like they had to service your obsession it's but it wasn't it wasn't and then complain about the sickness but the thing about britney spears is it wasn't just her fans that were obsessed with her people were like hate watching and hate reading the britney spears stuff as well and i think that really is what propelled it because people that didn't even care about britney spears were like she shaved her head look look at her with this umbrella hitting this car like (laughs) the fans weren't saying that they were like oh i think she looks good bald or they were like oh i hope she's okay but it's the other it's the other side of it also that we got to we have to think about is the hate I, watching i did i think but i would argue and this actually gets me into a, a slightly different subject but similar uh in in theme is i think that there are quite a few people who know and and knowingly uh uh invest themselves in their own sort of like opposition in their own fight right that like the fans, while they weren't rooting for her to lose, did want Britney news at all, all times. So they weren't fighting the idea that Britney was becoming more and more sick. They still wanted Britney to be in front of them all the time. So, yes, I agree. It wasn't like they were going on and being like, look at this dumb bitch with a bald head and an umbrella. But they, meanwhile, do want a reason to argue on the Internet. So when people when Britney acts up, that gives them something to now push against when they go leave Britney alone. It's not it's not uh, just defending Britney. It also is propelling them forward. No, but the internet was completely different when those tabloids was coming out. It had nothing to do with the internet. It was more like society loves making a star. They love to see the journey. They want to lift, 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 lift people up. And then when you get to the point of like, oh, this is annoying now, they Mm want to see you fall. They love to see when a celebrity is being messy and going to rehab. They did it to Lindsay Lohan. They, They do it to... Even Whitney Houston, they they love to see, oh, yeah, she's doing crack now. Like, we're getting mad at these journalists, right? We're mad at Bal- uh, Barbara Walters, but Barbara Walters was doing No, 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 it wasn't Barbara Walters. Diane. It was oh, Diane Sawyer. Don't do not uh, do Barbara yeah. like that. Diane Sawyer, sorry, sorry. Barbara's a good sorry. lady. So sorry. She's a nice lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Twin, Mar- twin, Diane okay, Sawyer's right, a no. weird so, whisperer. Diane- she's a little different, but, yeah, Barbara Walters. Yeah. Diane Sawyer, <laughs> but at the time, this this is what we tune in for, you know, 
2020. This is these are the reasons why we, we want to see we want to see the behind the music. We the e e true Hollywood stories. They're asking the messy questions that will get get the the little blurb that you need to hear that that people will be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna read about this. I want to know more. I, and know? I would say that 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 to me is part of the sickness. I feel the same way about like the way that people manipulate the black experience now. Back, like it's yeah. a bunch of people who, if you took away black suffering, wouldn't have anything to tweet about, wouldn't have anything to mm-hmm. to sort of build their identity on. And I, I for one, I enjoy being black for a multitude of reasons that ain't got shit to do with slavery and and anything else that was problematic in our history. And while I'm not advocating in any way, I don't want your listeners to turn on me. I'm not advocating in any no, way no, that no. we ignore that history, that we pretend the shit didn't no, no, exist, no. but get the fuck out of here that every day you got to bring up some sad news shut the fuck up well, and tweet see, about your shit well see Langston that's how I feel about a lot of the black films and a lot of the content that like celebrating black voices and it's always somebody getting beat up or whipped or lynched yeah. I can't watch that st- my soul okay call back can't that I can't (laughs) I don't every time I see uh like something happens crazy with like the police or a black person I don't watch those videos because I don't need to go to sleep seeing those things I don't watch I'm not I've never seen 12 years of slave I'm done watching slave movies I don't I haven't seen seen the help I don't need to see these things because I first of all I've read the books I know what happened my my Mm -hmm. mind already knows but my my soul and my brain and my conscience, I don't need to see the visuals to to support black things or to like be a real black person. But I just I wish that no, they ma'am. were still making movies that are as like black people being as stupid as white people are allowed to be in their movies. Can can right. we can we yeah. black can we do a black dude where's my car? Can we do Hell yeah. Can, I wanna see a movie where a black man fucks a pie and none of us make it about race. It's purely just yeah. a man who is horny for pie and and <laughs> it's it's called Negro American pie. You can call it something it's called, problematic. It's called peach cobbler. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It could it could it could be a blackberry pie, whatever you want it to be. I mean, they just I think that I I am against like hating on social media, even though it helps some people's careers. I think it it's instant gratification that's not healthy and it doesn't um it doesn't cultivate better talent you know what I mean because they want everything to be so quick and like a sound bite and they want it 60 seconds and they want to be able to oh this is digestible real quick and then everybody could share it and then oh boom this person is a star and it's like when I was growing up like people literally comedians had to go on tour to actually get their fan base there was no I'm gonna put up this one minute stand up clip and then now I'm touring I'm in Australia and like it's just even I'm not further f- I would say that a fair amount of the people who are able now to do all of that when they get in person aren't that good at the thing no. like there's so yeah. many of them and you know again I'll be careful but I I think you're trying to say so a lot people- of like people from uh, uh TikTok and YouTube and what's the one the one 
and and one. Instagram and a whole bunch of other space. We can hate on TikTok. I'm I'm for hating well, on but, TikTok. But they, they, they can't dance on TikTok. I'm gonna say that they're in a multitude <laughs> of spaces, sort of like uh, accessing resources that that mm-hmm. rightfully belong to them because they're good at whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. But also now these titles are being applied to them that aren't realistic to what they can do. You know what I mean? Like every fucking list that you see on Vulture, Variety, whatever it is, is a list of motherfuckers who can't follow me. And that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why. Let's discuss these lists. (laughs) Langston has not been on any of these lists, mind you, but it's fine. It's fine. I don't don't have PR. I'm not going to go play that game in the same way that they are. And I think what I'm saying more importantly is go crazy. If that's the type of thing that you want to do, I'm not here to stop you, but I am going to hate on it. And I am going to fully acknowledge I know what trick you're playing, but the audience doesn't. They don't know that you pay somebody to help you get you know, attention in a certain type of way, but I do. And and, and, I, and mm, that's, I found out, I found out about that last year. I was like, Oh, niggas is getting publicists. <laughs> and then we, I found out how much a publicist in us. I said, how I could a, not how ever much does a go in my pot. $5,000, $5,000. And that's for a short amount of time. That's not a publicist for the year. They do a little, they do a roundabout for like, whatever you're doing press for and then they're done then you got to do then it's another five thousand you got to pay them again wow yeah 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 i went to a meeting and they were like the guy was like i love the podcast i love you guys you know what you need a publicist what they're like yes you and marie should split how much it costs i said how much five thousand dollars i said why would we pay that why don't people just say that we're good and we get the press release. Like, right that's now, not she, how it works. She's calculating the numbers. She pulled out her phone. So that sound like, I said, we don't have the like money. $2,500 each. I said, I'm, I said, I, I like yeah, each. I said, <laughs> scrounge that up. No, we don't. I said, if you think, I told the guy in the meeting, I said, if you think we're that good, you should pay for a publicist for us. I said, there's no way you could tell the artist that I, my broke ass needs to pay Density, for a we got We got to start talking about titties or something on the podcast. We got to change the, the cover art. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's the thing. That's they, they, yeah, I think there's a there's a faction of of the world that we work and live in that would want you to spend that money. And there's plenty of people that we know who have spent that mm-hmm. money and benefited from it. 100%. And that's okay. But don't pretend like this is uh, this is an elevated version of the art form. Just tell me what the fuck happened. They spent the money. You right. didn't. So go crazy. Well, because they're embarrassed. They're embarrassed that they had to I pay for a publicist. I don't think that everybody but in- is embarrassed about paying for a publicist, though. The people who can afford to pay for a publicist... They, it's like having a manager or an agent for them. It's yeah. just like a part of the team. And if you and I think you we're we're repped right? right. Like I I think there's people who don't have reps who are saying the same shit about people like you and I right. and, and all of us. Like it's it's they're sitting there like if he didn't have an agent he wouldn't be shit. He wouldn't have shit. And maybe that's true. I truly don't know. But what I do know is at least with stand up. You got to, we all got to follow each other. We, I go, you go. Right. And one way or the other, we get to see what the shit looks like live versus whatever the internet has told us it's meant to be. Well, that's the thing too about these like Vine, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok people is when they get a certain amount of followers, their reps tell them to do stand up. 
because mm-hmm. they know that they can sell out mm-hmm. a weekend in the city or in Atlanta or blah, 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 wherever. And people show up to see them perform. But at these comedy clubs, the thing that I keep hearing is that they find out real, real quick that their funny uh, uh, person that they follow, their social media star is not funny in real life. Is a different funny. So these people who pay to see you that one time, they're not coming back the next time you come back to their city, but you've already sold out three dates. Yeah. And and frankly, that's the challenge, right? Is that the now with social media, all you gotta do is say the shit sold out. Mm-hmm. You keep selling out. Mm-hmm. It's not a question of the quality of the experience. And that just makes it all complicated and, and messy. Mm-hmm. But well, I want to be honest that I'm going to hate on uh, this generation because we want to hate. Uh, they don't actually know what fucking is good or not. Mm. Like, just period. Like, I, I remember, like, listening to albums and I was like, oh, they really had a band. They're playing these instruments while mm. they're singing. They ha- There's no, there was no real studio voice. It was like, either you can sing or... Or you cannot sing. And so now everything is generated. Everything can be filtered and put a spin on it. And you're like, now we can sell it. And that's what people want to hear anyway. They don't want to hear the old school R&B. They're like, that's old. That's sad. It's like, no, that was people actually putting in the work in their field. And and that's why, to your point, that's why I don't run from the title of hater. That's why I'm not scared of it is because I think personally, I believe that we need to bring hating back. Mm. I think there this a Mm. certain generation hit. I wouldn't even say it's this generation, but probably the generation before where they shamed people Mm -hmm. for having uh, outspoken opinions about like some shit that they didn't care for, for stuff that's trash. Mm -hmm. And then it became like, okay, well, we'll just let everything exist and run wild. And now we have a bunch of people who are, are, are both exceptional and awful living in the exact same spaces. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Exceptional and awful. And everybody, awful. both exceptional and awful, is making money. And they're mm-hmm. posting on Instagram that they just bought a house. And mm-hmm. it's like, but, now, <laughs> but come I'm over, saying, Marie, I feel bring like it home. There was like an influx <laughs> this past year of people who you're like, what do you do? And they're like, I just yeah. bought my first house. I'm 24. <laughs> Right. And it's like, is everybody is TikTok's everybody online ass. 24? Everybody? <laughs> Nobody, yes. Nobody's yes. 27? We, we, everybody is 12? <laughs> we didn't have the same access. Like, I, I mean, what did I have? A dial-up? Mm-hmm. AIM? Like, that's time about you. it. Like, you know? Mm. Remember those? those you. I never got one. iPod Nano. I, uh, <laughs> I was never so lucky. <laughs> And, you know, good good for them. That's great. That's great for them. But then that's I feel bad for the generation after this because then they're going to have to hear all this awful music. Well, all, all the these, music, this all terrible the music content. is not some, A lot of it, but all of it is not bad. It's some bops. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say I, I don't I don't like the Dula Peep. Dula Lipa, whatever her name is. I don't I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm like, they make it. She's so good. And I'm like, I saw her perform and I was like, they don't where need to have her. Where did you see her she perform? Take, she could take some. She was on Saturday oh, I didn't Night see Live. that, but I did listen. She was on Saturday. She's 
She's exp- she's performed everywhere. I'm like, I don't, I'm gonna say I don't this. need to see that. I listened to Dua Lipa like a couple weeks ago for the first time. And I was like, this is all right. I, I had a completely different reaction than you, friend. I said, pretty, please. I said, I'm here for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all right. I, I didn't you say it was, was bad. bad. I said. Yeah, you were. Uh, well, I don't I don't think I don't think it's as hype hey, as it I, should be. Listen, it. I, I think, support I think she's a very thin, a very thin girl that's very marketable. Mm-hmm. And that's why she is. And I she is. I think that period. that has always existed, mm-hmm. right? We've always yes, we've period. always in, in music and in art and all these things been competing with somebody's uh, attractiveness versus skill. That's a yeah. conversation that is that's as old as time. But I do think that there were at least was a period where we were comfortable being like, I don't know, that ain't shit, but go crazy. Like enjoy your your thing if that's what you want. And then we reached this period where it wasn't safe anymore to be like, that ain't shit. And and I think we gotta bring that back. We gotta we gotta come back. But you know what it is? It's fan it's stan culture. Stan mm-hmm. culture is what makes people afraid to say what they do or don't like because especially if the person is famous enough. Like Nicki Minaj has Nicki Minaj Beyonce. has the barbs and that's a that's a level of crazy that you're like, wait, what? And they're Be- sick people, right? But then Beyonce has what's Beyonce people called the hive, the hive, the hive, the hive is the top tier. Will like yeah. destroy your life, find your murder pastor's your, email, your dog. right? <laughs> <laughs> Post a picture of you from 1998 where you didn't have no teeth. Like the hive is next level disrespectful. Yes, Carrie Hilson uh, has not had a Carrie career. Hilson, remember yes. her? I, I don't even know when it, has she made I don't a song. Know. She, she's 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 not. She came out, out as an anti-vaxer this year, and I think that sort of uh, made it a little more complicated. But uh, to that point, okay. maybe Carrie yeah. Hilson doesn't find herself as an anti-vaxer if we just hear her out when she started making fun of Beyonce the first time. <laughs> but did she, she make fun of? That. Did she make fun of Beyonce, or did what did she say? I don't remember. We don't even know. Was, she might have been it like, was, oh, I heard this song. Tasteful. She might have said, I heard it, but I didn't really like it. And people were like, what did you say? <laughs> and it's like, not all Beyonce songs, I'm going on record saying this, not all Beyonce songs are good songs. She's That's in a, fair. She's a, mm. Oh, everything doesn't right. have to be good. But like, oh, it's the overall. It's the overall like, oh, yeah, I well, fucks with Beyonce. Sure. Like, yes. I, I and like I think you'd be an unreasonable. I, I think and I, that's where I draw the line, right, is it would be unreasonable for me to come on this podcast and be like, fuck Beyonce. She ain't shit. That's the soundbite. Like, she's clearly. That's the soundbite yeah. right there. <laughs> yes. There we go. That's where we're going to replay <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, Beyonce can suck my dick. Ooh. Huh? Uh, Soundbite number two. No, no, no. We will. We, we will be taking that. Thank you. <laughs> We're sending that to Issa Rae. <laughs> the point is, that's an unreasonable position. She's obviously one of the most talented people in her industry. Mm-hmm. There is right mm-hmm. in that little like space of people who do what she does. She's the best at it. Right. That said, she ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a bunch of times where I'm like, I don't give a fuck about whatever this shit that (laughs) my wife and everybody I know is going crazy for. It ain't for me. But I ain't mad at it. And I certainly have to respect the talent in it. Whereas Mm -hmm. there are other people who we don't have to respect the talent in, nor should we, but we keep being told we need to. And that to me is dangerous Mm -hmm. and problematic and speaks to the stand culture that you're talking about of just wanting to obsess over something instead of be honest Mm -hmm. about what it actually provides for us. 
I think it's interesting that you quoted R. Kelly earlier and now you're saying that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Bring it I'm back. I'm a man who Thank makes you. subtle homages. That's... <laughs> no, but he's he's sick. And she, I come from Chicago and we spent years obsessing over him. I literally knew the girl he peed on and I still didn't have an understanding of what sexual assault was because the community around me is telling me that's not the same dangerous person that the pervert down the street is. And it is. It's just a more powerful pervert. Wait, did you go to school with the girl who got peed yeah. on? Or she was like... Yes, that, that is correct. She uh, He used to come to our uh, our uh, games and pick her up. She was a cheerleader. You know, you're, <laughs> but you're not the no. first oh, wait, person to tell wait. us this. I feel like everyone that I know from Chicago has has an Chicago R. Kelly, R. Kelly going into the high school story. No, he went to a lot of high schools. Let's not oh, get it twisted. Yes. It's not like she was special when he peed on, on her. She was one of oh, many wow. girls okay. that he was sexually wow. assaulting. Right. Uh, she Goodness just happened gracious. to be the one that broke the case open. Right. The pee that broke the camel's back, if you will. Yes, yeah. right. And who would have thought camel's backs could be broken by pee? But <laughs> they sure can. So Langston, are you are you listening to R. Kelly when it comes on, or are you turning it off? That's yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need those bad feelings. I'm not about to be that guy who like advocates for listening to R. Kelly. I will say that I'm not fighting. Everybody wants me to be mad at Michael, and I can't do it. I don't know, Michael Jackson. I can't do. Well, that's because he died. He died, so we can't really get the case. Yeah, but I, where we need I, if to I'm be. being honest, I don't think that the motherfucker was innocent. I, I truly don't believe that. Like those boys are just completely making up the story. I don't know that I believe that it went to the extent that they've, uh, they've gone to. But I do think that anytime an adult man is having any Sleepovers. level of intimacy with little white boys, mm-hmm. there's a problem there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. no good. Me he was a... <laughs> this is before. Now, wait a minute. Little Michael ain't never hurt nobody. Right. Little, little Michael. I'll fight for little Michael so all day. Little Michael was hurt. <laughs> he was hurt. Yes. So we so we can listen to little Michael in the Jackson 5. But no, I'm still listening. Like, do you, do you remember the time? Michael Jackson when it comes on the shuffle. So, But R. Kelly is blocked from being played on my phone and in yeah, my home. I don't do no Ara. No, no Robert. Yeah. Chris Brown. I try to stay away from Breezy as much as possible. That being I, said, no guidance okay. was a bop. <laughs> it was so hey, What was the one with uh, really Busta great. Rhymes? That was a pretty good one. Oh, that was I don't definitely see how you could hate from outside down. the club. You can't even get in that one. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, th- th- listen, I think if you have a platform, right, I think you could use your hating in a in a good way. I think the things that you don't like, you just don't mention it because when you're mentioning it, you're giving it more that, traction. So I think if you're a smart hater, you would hate in your group yep. texts and then only promote the stuff that you actually like. On and that's something I wholeheartedly believe. I think you're putting it in a, a better way than I put it earlier. I think that the best thing I can do is just remain silent on the things that that give me pause. Because more more often than not, the second I go, I don't fuck with this thing, at least 30 people are going to gravitate towards it. If for no other reason than what mm-hmm. you were saying, Marie, of being oppositional or at least being curious about the shit that I hated on. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I had like a... I was I had something I was gonna add to that, and then mm. I forgot what it was. 
Oh, oh, Langston. Sorry, oh, before I lose oh. it, hate. Yeah, hate yeah. is what brought down Bill Cosby. Okay, because mm-hmm. he was hating on a specific community, and then oh. Hannibal said, instead of telling people to pull their pants up, Bill, you should be, mm-hmm. you should stop <laughs> pulling people's pants down. And then a whole thing opened up, and look at Bill Cosby in prison now with his yeah, with no, his glossy I mean, he, eyes. He he built a an empire. Uh, in his latter life, later life, on on being unkind to p- poor black people, that was his whole brand. Yeah. Was just I read the fucking transcripts for the, what they call the pound cake speech. That's the the speech where he he was basically going on those long rants about you know uh, black kids pulling up their pants and all the the terrible mothers who were raising them. And it's just a mean, mean person who clearly doesn't feel any connection to anybody under a certain like economic level. And that's fucking crazy. And yeah, you deserve to get, you know, your dick slapped in prison or whatever it is that's happening to him. We don't know, but, and we don't care, but he deserves yeah. everything that's happening to him. And like, oh, yeah. but like, how dare you be yeah. hating on that when you, when you got so much worse in your closet. Yeah. Why are you worried about my pants, sir? Where the quaaludes at? Let's talk and about that's, that. And to that point, that's something I also try to do is like, if I'm going to hate on some shit, I want to at least believe that I'm not putting out some like equally problematic version of that thing. Most of the stuff yeah. I hate, I feel like I at least can, uh, I can do better or I am doing better on something. And I try to leave some shit that like I can't do alone. So even with like the TikTok dances, I don't get mad at motherfuckers getting rich off of TikTok dances because I ain't going to do it. And I don't know how. Like I truly don't. It's, have a, it's a lot of this and like clapping yep. and shit. <laughs> you got a shimmy clap. Yeah, it's all in the arms. It's sure. all the arms. It's less about the it's less about. The it's legs. actually not even it's really about the, the rhythm at all. Which it's is just fun. like maybe you should. No, it's never. <laughs> and there's a slide. What's. <laughs> which is which is fine. We're we're not going to be mad at that. No. Uh, ooh, oh, you know what? The, uh, people were upset about that. I I would like to hear your uh, take on uh, Kevin mm. Hart. They were they were dragging his yeah. special. They were saying it's bad. It is. Then he got. Thank you, Oh, it's a terrible special. No, Shame please. on you, Kevin. But also, I don't know. Well, it. Hold on, hold on. So then they went into Clubhouse and they were dragging it and then he got in the mm-hmm. room and was trying to defend <laughs> his special on Clubhouse. But and this is where it gets real sick for old uh, Kevin because he part of the reason he went on Clubhouse is because he's an investor in Clubhouse. Oh, and it was like a weird no. cross-promotion pollination type thing of getting people to be attracted to the thing. It's a it's a coy game that he's playing with us. But th- at the end of the day, it was just a dude who put out garbage and he knew he put out garbage, but he also like felt like he needed to have something because his ego is built the way his ego is built. I don't know what to, to mm-hmm. do. There's no healing, right? Like, I'm not going to offer up anything that makes Kevin better. But also, <laughs> nigga, you know what that special was doing. Relax. It was, I fell asleep. I put it on and I was like, wait, he's in his house? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up and Netflix was like, you still watching? And I was like, no. And I just shut my laptop. Nah, I'm not watching this no more. Um, I watched every minute of it. Um, 
You okay? Well, and you I'll had say the time, this: sir. I watch between all the rooms that I you're watch writing. Every in. special that comes out, and I have opinions on every single one, even people Ooh. who I don't care for from the beginning of watching it. Mm, well, I, I think we need to do a Patreon <laughs> episode of this. I think people need to pay twenty dollars, no, fifty dollars, if they want to hear what you really. Well, we can go down the hate. list if we if this is a paywall situation. We can. I can okay. tell you everything. Without, the, without the wall being up, how you feel about Andrew Schultz special? Because that's a comic that people keep bringing up when I talk uh, about it, comedy. It was terrible. <laughs> I think we can all agree that that also was not good. I haven't, and, I didn't watch it. Isn't it like a bunch of things? It was 15 it's like minutes. No, it was, it's four 15 minute specials. It's 60 minutes total, but it's, it's his take on four oh. different things. Most of it is just him making weird Jeffrey Epstein puns and like sort of uh scolding people for being human i don't know it's not great but that said i take a lot of issue I'm, i think my larger issue with a lot of that is uh there's uh there's something really yucky about this brand of white boy who uh sort of appropriates black culture without giving any credit to any of like black okay, culture. go off go that off it, it, it doesn't feel that far from the jake paul of it all for me where it's like all right, motherfucker, are we being black or not? Like, just be honest about where the fuck you got this from. Because, nigga, you don't talk like that around your family. I'm 100% sure that ain't your family voice. Mm-mm. That's not your talking to the IRS voice. That's not your talking to no. your accountant voice. That's not getting pulled over voice. That's not how you no. talk at Thanksgiving. What up, fam? Like, get the fuck out of here. You don't talk like that. And nor I do I. Know. I mean, he's... <laughs> He's, I don't know. He's been like, he's on, on guy code. He's, I mean, he's been talking like this for a long, like a yeah, pretty but, long but you know, time. He's been with Charlemagne forever. So man. like, but you know who else? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I keep stuck. You'll get no fight out of me. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He put him on and that's, that's uh, enough sh- bullshit to me to to even begin the conversation. Yeah. Amongst other things that he did, mean things to black women for years before he woke up and decided to rebrand himself. Damn, Langston, we gotta get this Patreon get started. Going, I really want to know. <laughs> I'll burn some bridges. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really feel like you would give us I, the content. I really wish so you would have burned some bridges today, but. I don't know yeah, how to you do, didn't that. do that. Alas, you know, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna keep you for much longer. Um, wh- do you yeah. have some tips on how to hate properly? Do you have some some mm-hmm. tips on how to get over being a hater? Anything that I you think feel a, like? a nice way to hate. Uh, thank you for asking. I think a nice way to hate is to uh, is to post without context to your group chat. Just post the thing allow the responses to flow and uh, build your your uh, your full perspective from that. So something you don't find uh, to be mm, yummy. And as you you see it, you give it to your group, your small little circle, you let them say what they got to say. And then once you've had a finished sort of perspective on it, that's when you unleash the full round of hateration. Yeah, how you exactly. Like, I actually enjoyed it. Okay. Oh. I didn't think it was uh-huh. that bad. Mm. Yep. I I, okay. I didn't like it too much. And then you're like, you pounce. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Then you go off. Okay. I like that. That's a good tip. And that way you don't ever tip. feel like, oh, this is just coming from an unfinished place. You get a full finished perspective and then you throw it in. 
Okay, so is there any is there such thing as hate redemption? Yeah, hater, right. uh, hater rehab. Like, mm. Didn't like something for X amount of time, and then you one day you like, oh wait, I, I kind of get it now. And I yes, I think I think that that you should have the right to not like something, to hate on something, but also be able to give it the space. If you're a, a human enough person, we all change, we all grow, we're all evolving at all times. And there's space for you to be a person who goes, I didn't like that at first, or I used to not like whatever this person was putting out, but now I do. I used to fuck with Kevin Hart super hard, and now I don't. But that doesn't mean that he might not put out something where I go, man, he found it again, and that's okay. But right now, that special stinks, and that's fine. I mean, okay, so you can hate something, and then if there's something they do make something good, you could be like, hey, hey, just because I hate them doesn't mean I can't acknowledge that that was mm-hmm. pretty yeah, good. I don't think that Langston was saying he All hates right. Kevin Hart. I think he's saying he, hate, he hates the special. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah I yeah. and I, yes. But I think to both of those questions, yes, you cannot like someone, you cannot like the product. But if you are an honest human being, you also should be able to acknowledge that we evolve and change and grow. So maybe you feel differently five minutes from now or 10 years from now who knows wow wow langston thank you for helping us evolve and change and grow tonight yeah okay <laughs> i i want one last thing i i instead of we're gonna flip the hating and we're gonna do some like uplifting mm-hmm. uh, langston say i would like you to go around the room and just say a few positive things about each of the people on the zoom to uh to to close us out hell right, yeah you know i, I love that <laughs> <laughs> first of all andrew those lights are spectacular mm-hmm. as soon as i i got on i said those are beautiful lights and i wish i i had the the audacity mm-hmm. to to hang lights in the room that i'm in mm-hmm. but this is a uh, mostly empty room that i'm allowed to work in but because my wife doesn't respect me anyway love your lights and you've been very patient and you're a good producer as far as I can tell. Who knows if you can edit, but the goddamn hero as far as I can tell. Oh my God, thank you. It's hard to compete with their lights. They all have the sex lights as they call them, so. Hey, we all have sex in different colors. And so you're having sex in a, in a white Christmas and they're having sex in different Christmases. Yeah. Alternative Christmases. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Marie, mm-hmm. uh, I listen. You, 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 you nailed it with that peach cobbler. Goddamn, was that a funny ass joke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking a, a pie, and it's called a black man fucking a pie, and it's called peach, peach cobbler. cobbler. Yeah. That's goddamn funny. And uh, I'm glad you had that all that wine because y- you're loose. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forgetting all the questions that I want to ask, but I'm gonna have more. Uh, thank you, Langston. Okay, and now Sydney, Sydney. <laughs> Oh, Sydney, I text you on your birthday and you didn't reply, but I forgive you for that. <laughs> but more importantly, Sydney, your hair looks beautiful. You're, you're glowing in your pink light. You look fantastic. And you brought in some very important counter perspectives to some of the things that I was saying that helped me sharpen my my perspective on hate. And I appreciated that this evening. Mm-hmm. Langston, so I'm going to say a positive thing about you and then you can go. Okay. Or and then we'll wrap this up. 
Oh, sure. You went all the way around <laughs> and didn't mention salmon teriyaki not one time. <laughs> I think you did a phenomenal job tonight, babe. Thank you. No, it was a it was a tightrope, and boy, it was I was hanging over spikes on one side and ice crystals on the other. Oh but man, I, I managed it. I figured it out. He saw my face. I was like, I yeah, dare. I saw you. it. I, was, I dare you to. I was say like, I gotta it. say some snot, like a little, you know, a little comment. I'll talk about her birthday. I'll I'll bring up the fact that she don't reply to text messages, but I'm not gonna bring up that cemetery. That's that's difficult. You are awesome. Thank you, friend. Oh, Tell yeah. people who are listening uh, where they can catch you, where they can see you, you know, everything that you got going okay. on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can catch me online at Langston Kerman on all the platforms. L-A-N-G-S-T-O-N-K-E-R-M-A-N. I don't know why I spelled it for you. You have to figure it out. It's pretty phonetic. It's Langston um, Kerman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. People don't listen well. I I've been called <laughs> yeah. Leslie far too many times to <laughs> put faith in the human ear. Um, and oh, and please go listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called My Mama Told Me, and we talk about uh, black people and their conspiracy theories and the uh, the cool sort of like uh, uh, not QAnon of of the world around us all the the anti QAnon, if you will mm-hmm. on my podcast mm-hmm. which is real fun it is fun um beautiful thanks so much langston sydney any final words andrew final words langston you've been so consistent i mean ever <laughs> since i've met you seven years ago you've been uh stunning hilarious uh, and employed and, too employed. and 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 yeah I've never seen you. I've never seen you unemployed and broke, and I love that. And uh, I'll make sure to text you back, man. I'll even I'll even Facetime okay. you. I'll, I'm not fighting that. Yeah. I'll take a Facetime here and okay. there. Marie, you gonna Facetime me? Any Facetimes coming your way? Uh, you didn't text me on my birthday. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> I don't think I have your number. As I was saying, I was like, I don't think I have it either. Uh, yeah, I was like, he definitely doesn't have your it. number. And I'm gonna text you on your birthday yeah. too. In September. Andrew, no deal. <laughs> You'll get no text yeah. message from me on your birthday. Okay. Sorry. I don't get a text from them either, so it's all Jesus. good. What? Christ, that Andrew, Andrew is we didn't text lying. you in October no. on your birthday. Uh, yes, uh, because we, my yes, birthday is in November. Did. Yeah. Well, that's, that means we did. I, we surely did you text you. Damn liar. I definitely text you, you honey. We'll check the receipts. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna check the receipts too, beach. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, thank you for listening to this once again chaotic <laughs> episode with. Everybody on the call being sexy as fuck. You know what to do. Leave a review, rate, subscribe, do all those things. Make sure you're following us. Follow us on all of our platforms. And uh, yeah. Yes. Have a fabulous rest of the week or whatever the hell the end of that sentence was supposed to be. Anyway, (laughs) bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. The Unofficial Expert is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Senior producer, Tracy Soren. Produced by Andrew McGuire. Cover art by Sandy Honig. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook 
at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.